And welcome to another edition of Open Mic. What's going on, everybody, all across the globe? This is your host, Inner Visions of Sun Ra, aka Raymond Ricks the Second. How's everybody doing? I'm very excited to be talking to you guys. You know, I strongly believe in life that God can get you out of anything, and God will see you through anything. If you pray and believe that he is a miracle worker. All right, everybody. Before we start, I wanted to play this song, which is probably one of the most underrated jazz musicians out there. Back in 1970, um, nobody has heard of her because... um, Her career was very brief and so brief that nobody has ever heard of her. She died in 1982, but her titled album, Desert Fairy Princess, was an underground classic back in 1978. Ladies and gentlemen, Adele Shabashin called I Felt Spirit. J-Path, what's going on, my brother? Boy Steven, what's going on? J Path, my brother. Please check out and support J Path 007, the poet. What's going on, Flash Boy Steven? 23.
feel about this song right here? a lot of energy from the jazz fusion perspective. He was all over the soundtrack of Coffee with Pam Greer back in 1972. And this song is going to basically rock the dance floor. That's right. Yes. Runaway by Roy Ayers. 
Yes, I am about to go ahead and play that song for you. Everybody, y'all, give it up. The one and only Roy Ayers. Second, everybody. says, put your weight on it. started after the song the West Coast vibes of North Airs
Special shout out to Elevate with Vern. Special shout out to my brother, J Pad, 007, Brother Chester the Poet. Special shout out to Nikki for two. Special shout out to everybody tuning in.
Yesterday I had a little open mic, uh, started a little late. It wasn't that long, but I was happy and honored to have Luscious Beauty Creations come by and, you know, she's one of my favorites. Yes, um, where do we start? Where do we start? Where do we start? Now, if somebody's out there want to share a poem, or if you want to, um, share your brand, you know, you don't have to speak poetry, but if you're an entrepreneur, if you want to share your business, feel free. If you're a poet, essayist, writer, if you want to share a little bit, feel free. This is a safe space, I believe, in encouraging people. I believe in encouraging one another, respect one another. I love and I'm about giving compliments. We all have a different style. We all have a different sound. But all together is all love. Music is music. Poetry is poetry. Things of that nature. It's for me. sisters in the poetry community. That's right. Kareem Miller, also another legendary poet from New York. York. You want to spit a poem, Kareem? Everybody, give it up for Kareem Miller from Brownsville, New York. Yes, uh, I think there's a little technical difficulties. Uh, I know if you're in the subway, I know it can cut off of the Wi-Fi signal. Deacon talks. What's going on? How, how are you? How are you? How are you? Damn. I think we have a little technical difficulty, and um, I'll be waiting for you, Mr. Miller. Deacon Talks, how are you? How are you? And welcome in the live zone. There is anybody that wants to um, spit a poem? If there's anybody that want to, you know, 
Just talk the talk. Feel free to come on the live. Anybody? Anybody? Somebody. Anybody feel free to come on through. until more people come. Anybody want to come up? Feel free to come up. Come up, Justin. You're more than welcome to if you're not busy. Everybody is busy, I think. Anybody, somebody? Somebody must be out there. Washington. 
So you don't include, you know, Alaska. I'm top left, Pacific Northwest. Okay, okay, all right. Yes, uh, I've never been to Washington before. Hopefully, um, before it's all said and done, I will come by, check it out because I heard some good things about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, like I graduated from the area, but I'm not from here. And then 10 years in the army had me all over the place too. This is just where I kind of came back to. Oh, oh okay. Wonderful, yep. wonderful, wonderful, man. Um, much love to the Northwest, man. Washington State. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Bonita Poetry, what's going on? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, yes, she's um, good people. Yes, Bonita Poetry, if you want to come up too, feel free. Feel free. Um, Brother um, Justin, if you if you have um, a poetry you like to share, feel free. This is a uh, safe space. Absolutely. Um, I was trying to remember because this is the second time I've been on sharing a screen with you, uh, and I'm pretty sure I know what I shared last time, so I'm just going to go with it. Uh, filters of fear in a landscape of, of yep, sorry, <laughs> uh, filters of fear. In a landscape of mirrors, made from our innermost fears, walking around in a life lens of laughter, seeing through a filter made from our tears. To be self-conscious is to be real. To accept that is to find that there is still time to heal. To relapse is inevitable, but to survive, that's incredible. More sustainable, we are retainable. Made to be invincible. Because what it means to be human is what it means to be vulnerable. It's what makes us very real. In a world created by us for us, built through filters of fear. Oh, oh, that that was that was awesome, man. That that was creative. What? Where did you get the energy and the idea to make this? I like it. So, thank you, thank you. So, so uh, yeah, it does have a quick story about it. Um, I kind of had my handheld uh, back in late May, early June, from the TikTok platform. Uh, I posted some poetry. And someone who was active um, on this platform for open mics kind of got me over there. So I ended up going on a Saturday night to Deep Thought Lyricist program, Sensational Saturday. And they were just having a, a candid conversation about filters and people who come on camera with some already applied. Um, and uh, he, had, he had said something to the effect that uh, someone should write that as a prompt, you know, um, about filters and everyone using them, overusing them. But uh, and he said, I wouldn't even like that. Poem probably I would that's not I wouldn't be something I would be really interested in reading so I was like challenge accepted um, so I, I asked to join the camera I had one of my poems ready to share but instead I shared that, that one and I wrote it up all jumbled up I tried to organize it by stanza by time you know the pressure was on and then um, yeah I've been just attending a mic like, since so that was kind of like the first uh, on the fly I wrote in the lobby waiting to go hey, you could got a lot of talent. Uh, Justin, you you oh, you are something special, my brother. I appreciate uh, your kind words. <laughs> Ms. Uh, poetry, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Pretty good. Pretty good. Great. So, uh, tell tell me a little bit about yourself, Ms. Bonita. Um, let's see here. Uh, not to sound lazy, but I literally just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I go by Bonita Poetry. Shout out to a tribe called Quest. Um, 
Uh, I write actually kind of a little bit of everything. Um, right now, I'm kind of doing a like call out piece on people called Proclamation Emancipation, uh, where I'm talking about like society uh, stuff that I went through. But I do a little bit of everything. It used to be about mental health and stuff, but now I'm getting into trying to write love poems and tap into that side, erotica pieces and things like that. So um, I host my own open mics on Wednesdays on the Origin of Thought platform. Um, I'm actually doing an open mic later today with Valerie, like at 7 p.m., I believe, for like I'll three hours or so. Yes, Justin is going to be there. Justin is great. He's a, he's a He's a great guy. He's always supporting. He's always sweet. He's always nice. He's always positive. He actually reminds my angry ass to be positive. So. (laughs) (laughs) But since he's on the screen, I'll do a more positive poem. I won't do proclamation emancipation. I'll save that for later on today. All right. All right. Everybody, y'all give it up for the one and only Bonita Poetry. Thank you, thank you. So this one's actually just called Poem. Feeding for open mics like AA meetings. When my world is turned upside down, poetry is my only friend, my vice. It's the only time my crazy mind makes any kind of sense. I silence the demons of my mind while they try to distract me by holding on to the words in my head, in my heart, running fast as I look for a pen, telling my dyslexia that don't you dare twist my words. My soul has something to say. My heart is trying to show that there's still love in me, that there's light at the end of this dark tunnel. When I write, it feels like a whole nother person is speaking. And maybe that's true. Maybe it's my ancestors or my mother or little me, Mimi, showing me the world from her young, innocent eyes, protecting me from all the evil things I feel inside, reminding me to use my imagination, not to play into what I think people wanna hear, but to only write what I want to hear, to write how I truly feel, how I truly see the world around me, how I truly see myself, no matter what I feel. If I feel like I cannot speak and the demons are going to win, I go to my first love, music. Depending on my Gemini mood swings or the multiple voices in my head, on what or who to listen to or telling me what to say, I listen to my heart and my body to let me know the vibe I truly seek. Maybe that's some Led Zeppelin, De La Soul, A Tribe Called Quest, Billie Holiday, FKJ, Alice in Chains, Deftones, and more. Music is my poetry. Music is my refuge. My poetry is my light and savior. And without the combination of it all, I would no longer be here. Oh, oh, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, give it up, Opanita. Thank you. Poetry. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Um, how has music has music really gotten you through a lot of things? Oh my gosh. So, so many things. So many things. Um, it like, was my, it was like my savior when I didn't, was when I wasn't even a writer at all at like such a young age. And it was the only thing I can kind of depend on with like my childhood and stuff like that. And the best thing that I've noticed lately, I don't know if it's because the whole spiritual stuff, like some songs that I just pick randomly or something I've heard a thousand times and I actually finally pay attention to it, it relates to exactly how I'm feeling. And so that darkness or heaviness that I'm feeling doesn't feel so heavy anymore. And I'm not the only, like, I don't feel like I'm the only person going through these difficult situations. Okay. All right. Yeah. 
that's a wonderful answer. It is. Um, so um, the tribe called Quest. Um, what what um, what brought you into um, your love for the tribe called Quest? Um, you know, honestly, like it went first. It was Bone Thugs and Harmony. That was like my hip hop group first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I heard a tribe called Quest, and when I heard it, it like like I it honestly felt like I fell in love for the first time. Like it made me I had to stop dead in my tracks. I turned around and was like, "What is that?" And I just love how like it's mellow, but their lyrics and everything are still powerful and important at the same time. Um, and like. Uh, what is it electric electric relaxation was it's like my favorite song and um then i heard benita the apple bomb and i was like hold on wait a minute like yeah. you're showing love to the ladies now so it, it's nice it was different from a lot of hip-hop stuff the beats were amazing and then it kind of just took me into this like rabbit hole of like de la soul jay Dilla, you know all those great people and um it just it just it it spoke to my heart really honestly yeah okay this this what i'm talking about um, i love um tribe call quest um dela so I, I just love music all together i even love some jazz music like sun raw herbie hancock mm-hmm. um i also enjoy um you know harlem river drive um i forgot the um artist that um perform that but uh it, it was music is beautiful music it gets you through so many things like it got me through um a lot of issues i was having mm-hmm. uh, so i can relate to you on that part yeah it's definitely uh, a savior yeah. yeah yes yes um especially when i dealt with a mental health issue mm-hmm. and, you know just play, playing some old school jazz a little hip hop really helped. It really has. Yeah. Yeah. I just like that. Um, it it just it, it. I say I guess for me like because it's a lot about like my culture of course. So it's nice to see other people talk about that. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm from California, so I love me my Cali rappers like Tupac is like my number one. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, Kendrick Lamar, love him. Uh, my mom, on a daily basis, will listen to Sugar Free. <laughs> Sugar Free, Sugar Free, not her. Um, yes. And he's 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 vulgar. Uh, I remember she would take me to school, and she's like, "If any girl messes with you at school, just use these lines in this song from Sugar Free, and they'll stop they'll stop messing with you." And I'm like, "Mom, I can't be doing that." She's like, "Fuck them!" Like she just she had no filter. So um, yeah, so uh, yeah, so Tupac and all of them, and Sugar Free, DJ Quick. You know, I love all of them. And with Tupac and uh, Kendrick Lamar, I just like that they talk about multiple subjects. I like how deep they go. Um, I actually was in a debate with someone in the comments about his recent album. He said it sucked. And I was just like, nah, that just went over your head. Like, you need to go back to reading the digital. You don't know what words mean, bro. Like, Like, I will debate with anyone over hip hop. Like, like, me and my friends, we do that all the time. We have our own favorite rappers. Their favorite rappers suck. I don't understand their favorites, but whatever. But we just constantly debate about it. We've been doing it since we were kids. <laughs> you know, Tupac was one of my favorite rappers. My favorite rapper is the Jizza and Liquid Swords, the album, one of the classic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
hip hop. Jennifer Ricks. Carelessness, 
both steal like darkness from hell. Emergent properties greater as a whole, calculating the incalculable. Mosaic designs, designs of the soul. Oh, that's that one. Oh, all right, all right. Another one is on fire. Y'all give it up for j 007. Brother Depp. Appreciate you. That was sensational, man. <clears throat> I love it. I do. Um, you two are, after listening to you two, you, both of you are genius. And, you know, I love listening to your poetry, both of you. I mean, it just puts me into a better, happy place. Seriously. And Thank you. Thank you. Inspire creativity, however you can, right? That's right. It's like uh, I tell people, I tell people all the time that you know I'm, I'm 35 now, and I've kind of forgotten um, about my inner child, and I really used to like that kid. Um, so this summer, I've been really trying to, you know, reconnect <laughs> with the inner child and uh, be more creative, right? Um, right. So I, I'm inspired all the time every time I hear someone else's poetry. So it kind of gives me encouragement and then to go on screen as well. Hey, it's all, all good. That's, hey, it's all about positivity. You know, um, both of you, I wanted to actually do this. I don't think I've asked. But um, what doesn't have a place in poetry? Uh, I would say, honestly, like, jealousy, negativity, and hate. Okay. Yeah, those are really good. Uh, the, the the answer that came to my mind was intolerance, um, because I've always thought um, growing up, and then you know I spent time in the army, um, so I kind of started out as a hippie, then I became a hippie vet hybrid. Um, that one of the largest weaknesses of an extremely open, tolerant society is the fact you have to be tolerant of the intolerant. Um, it's kind of like that paradox. Um, you can never stop a rotten apple an orchard if every generation more apples go rotten um cool. so it's, it's like when when i've heard some poetry that can be extremely critical of, of things right so i would say intolerance would be the thing the the mind space i try to avoid the most is you know i don't know if that, that makes sense i just kind of read oh, it. Makes oh, no. sense. Okay. That makes perfect sense. it makes absolutely perfect sense absolutely um what um what are the real benefits from poetry compared to other music genres or other genres out there? Uh, so what are the benefits? Yeah, you go first, Amanda. I'm gonna play on. Uh, I would say like one of the benefits is it's it can be empowering, especially. Uh, like it gives you a voice, you know, if you're, if you're a poet yourself. So, and then if you're not a poet, because it kind of, it sparks an idea, whether you want to do poetry or you want to do music or something like that. And it's kind of empowering when you hear words that relate to you or those words came from you. Um, and with the poetry, like just the poetry community and poetry alone, it's like, it's all love and poetry is energy and energy cannot be created or destroyed. So a po just one poem or an open mic or whatever the case may be can carry over in so many different ways 
that's that's a good answer. That really is, um, you know, by listening to your sounds and, and poetry, I, I will say it's very relaxing and it is definitely a must hear. You know, especially from the West Coast. I mean, my God, much love to the West Coast. Much love, much love. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of us out here. Yes. So, do you two think that politics has any place in poetry, personally? Personally, I'll jump right on that. So, I I, I try off my pages to keep my religious and politics um, beliefs a little bit out of front and center. Um, but I do believe that they do have a place there for a lot of people because one. Uh, poetry is um, releasing emotion to me, um, and the pen is mightier than the sword. Um, uh, every country, to me, nation today that is worth anything has some kind of foundational um, constitution. Again, words to paper. So expressing um, frustration with your political um, institution, um, speeches, the best speeches ever spoken, have sounded poetic. By nature, um, so yeah, I, I think that there's a place for it. I don't dabble in it, but I appreciate it from any any aspect because you're hearing someone else's opinion more so than their opinion, but their deep feelings on it. Right? right. Good poets are gonna really paint a picture for you. Um, cool. cool. I do believe uh, one of my favorite uh, sayings or phrases remembered from uh, um, is it is the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting. Um, and really put yourself in shoes, kind of be there to debate and and, and um, talk about, you know what I mean? So, yes, I love all kinds of poetry, and that's TLDR. We'll just go with that. It is kind of space. It's just not mine necessarily, but I'll, I'll indulge and listen. <laughs> awesome, 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 awesome. What about you, Mr. Um, Yeah, I, I agree. Um. Like, Justin, I, I will, I mean, if it's straight up about politics and stuff like that, you know, it's not my cup of tea. Um, but there's politics in everything outside of, like, you know, society realms and stuff like that. There's politics everywhere. Uh, with the poetry community, with work, you know, and stuff like that. Um, so there's a, I feel like there's a way you can talk about politics without making it so obvious, right? Um, and that's where I kind of feel like my proclamation emancipation poems kind of like come in because I talk about society and the negative effects that I have seen for myself and as a community as a whole. Um, and I, I think that's one of the great, that's one of the beautiful things about poetry. Like you can literally write about anything and everything, no matter what, what type of style, how you say it, because you know, it's coming from you. Right. And then also it might relate to someone who shares the same beliefs as you and poetry is art and anything can be art and i think uh, i think that's why i love it so much um but uh someone got some like trump poems and stuff like that love letters to trump and stuff uh good luck to you but i'm good (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm not out there writing no love poems no politicians personally (laughs) Right about my name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. 
Hey everybody, welcome back, welcome back. I did an amazing conversation in an open mic with JPAV007 over in the state of Washington. A um, served our military. Very proud of you, brother. And Bonita Poetry up in California in the West Coast. So I wanted to give you guys my final take. But not on the wonderful poetry. But it's what's happening in social media where this um, East African lady who was um, who had a brick thrown at her is still spewing gossip, still spewing victimhood over the fact that men threw a brick on her face. But there are witnesses that say that she was actually the person who started it. She was the aggressor and she initiated the fight. Like that, vic like, like I'm sorry. Like the um, witnesses got a wife and kids to go to. He's not going to put himself at risk because somebody is putting themselves and others in danger. That's exactly. He's exactly right. Some people put themselves in danger. Some people don't care about other men <clears throat> black women some of you out there if you really care about black men try not to put yourself into so much danger be the peacemaker for once be the wise one and not a child I'm sorry a lot of you women out here are very immature. A lot of you have that childlike mindset to where you can't act and behave like an adult. It's a dangerous thing and it is destroying the nation. We have to be better nation builders. We have to be better parents because I see a lot of single mothers a lot of them actually don't care. They don't care how to train their child. They don't care if their child is hurting another child, taking no accountability. Even have parents in, well, even have parents who raising their child together, the husband and wife. Some of them are not doing a good job either. I'm not here to judge here or there, but it all starts with us. It all starts with the parent. Accountability is accountability. It's how you raise your child that defines your character as a parent, but as a human being. Got to remember that. Well, that was a wonderful open mic poetry. Stay tuned for more of it. 
in the future. You know, I've uh, spoken about this to everybody. There's rumors going around that there might not be an election coming up in 2024. That's what they say. That's what they say. Um, hey, I don't know, but we shall find out. All right. It remains to be seen. All I can tell you is, you know, the wrong person is in the White House. I want to keep it clean and professional. The wrong person is not, I'm sorry, the wrong person is in the White House. And I'm going to leave it at that. The people in Maui deserve better. The black community, the good people in the black community deserve better. Our youth deserve better. Men who built with their hands deserve better. The country deserves a lot better than this. You know, I don't affiliate myself with either party. You know, I have a great relationship with a lot of, with um, some people who are straight up MAGA. I have a very close relationship with some people. Um, some of them are great people. Some of them are wonderful people. But you do have some of them that make that movement, who make the MAGA group, the MAGA people look bad. I'm going to keep it real. The ignorant nonsense I see on social media and even at the job that I work at. It makes people want to walk away from MAGA, just how some of them who support Trump behave. I'm going to leave it at that. You know, it's important to vote for the right person. It starts in the local elections. The local elections are extremely important. So please choose the right person. All right. And last but not least, I wanted to give big ups to a couple of people. Miss Melba Moore, um, I haven't done another episode on you yet. I do apologize, but I want to say congratulations on your Hollywood Walk of Fame. I love you dearly. I remember when I, um, I've never met Melba Moore in my life, but she has came on the live. Instagram live when I interviewed um, Cam Jones, who is the son of uh, Shirley Jones, who is the lead singer of the Jones Girls and uh, two-time Grammy-nominated performer. It was one of the best interviews I've ever had. Um, I consider Cam Jones like a brother, very close to him. Um, I love you, brother, by the way. But in that live interview, Melba Moore popped up. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I found that she followed me. 
and I'm even more excited about it. So much love to you, Melbourne Moore. Much love to the Jones family. I love you guys very dearly. Also, special shout out and much love to my good friend, person who who was one of my favorites um, in the comedy world, but also as a um, vegetarian, Chef Angela Means, a.k.a. Felicia of Friday. Much love to you, sister. Um, hopefully we'll do another live and another interview. I'm looking forward to it. And to everybody, thank you for listening to this wonderful open mic. Special shout out to JPAV007 and Miss Bonilla Poetry. Remember, you can do anything you want to as long as you put your mind to it. Never give up. Never, ever give up. The power is yours as long as you keep God first. Until next time, I'm out.